0: Uh, I don't even know where to start at, bro. Uh,
1: Look, I, man, I'm just happy to be here, you know, <laughs> back in Chicago. almost been a year since I've been back home, so you feel me? Right, right. I'm just happy to be here doing something constructive with myself right now.
0: Exactly. Well, I guess, you know, no. with no further ado, welcome back. It's Dry Clean Only Podcast, uh, episode three. I know we took like a week off, or I took a week off. It was just more so a lot of a lot of stuff going on and we back at it like we never left. And uh my special guest today is a is a real good, real good homie of mine. Um met him back when I had just transferred schools uh a couple years ago. And uh bro was I mean we, we clicked immediately. So I am not gonna talk too much of, you know too crazy. Go ahead, bro. Talk What's to good, us.
1: everybody. It's your <laughs> boy Fresh, you know what I'm saying? Fresh, that's my nickname, so I go by. It's kind of like my creative name, artist name. I go by Fresh, yeah. uh, but my real name is Tyreek, or people call me Ty, or Tattoo Raw, as that's been my Instagram handle for like the past 12 years. So, yeah, man, I'm happy to be here. I'm back home. Yeah. only here home on for like two days, so right. I'm glad to be on here, man. Third episode, so yeah.
0: let's get it. That's, I mean, yeah, we here, we we live, man. It's honestly, it's it's really a great opportunity to have you here um it's definitely gonna be different from any other episode and, and that's you for know sure. for sure that's what everything I do I try to make sure that every episode is different but I mean this is uh, we we gonna hit it. we gonna touch on a lot of subjects today and uh hopefully you can take some of this knowledge back home with y'all and and apply it to life but you know outside of that it's just another great conversation you know what I mean Sir, my brother, two homies kicking it. Yeah, <laughs> two homies kicking it right now. Yeah, my brother, man. I mean, let's. I mean, let's give him a little backstory, bro. Um, I had met you when I first transferred to Illinois State, um, and uh, like it, we clicked immediately. Yeah. I, I I forget how we we met necessarily. But I just remember me being at your crib every day after school, for sure, with you and your cousin. I and, mean, that's and basically how it was. Yeah, yeah. Right. You, you uh, shout out to Brianna, shout out to Jordan, and uh, man, yeah. I gotta gotta put some respect on their names because I was definitely just opening up their door, coming in, chilling every, it. Day. Every, every day, every day. It was like day. a sitcom. Was, I,
1: so I I didn't know who you were at first. I knew they. My cousin Brianna told me she had a homie named Femi, and right. then Jordan knew you. But it was just every day after class, I just kept seeing this guy in my house. So he just... <laughs> Eating shit. his food and shit introducing ourselves to one another, right. and then just automatically, like, this click. Like, yeah, it's, my brother, so. it's
0: crazy. It, I mean, it's crazy how it happened, too, because I know one of the things that we really clicked on was Nipsey Hussle. That was like definitely one of our, I mean, at the time, even still to this day, one of my favorite rappers. And I know that he is your favorite rapper, yep. you know what I mean? Jay Z, and, Jay-Z. Uh, and J- as well, and can't go wrong, yeah. Go wrong too. So, you know, uh couple of a couple of you know years I mean, later that's,
1: that's really what it was though music i mean then yeah obviously we went we in college so you getting dressed every day just, that's true you, know, you went to the same things that i'm exactly. into same music i'm into exactly both carry ourselves similarly the same way so it's right. like personalities just instantly meshed you know,
0: yeah, yeah. He's, he's my long lost brother i think true, my mom <laughs> i think we got disconnected at birth somehow so i got definitely most definitely when i see my mom i got to ask her about that but uh, with no further ado, bro, um, let's get into, you know, this show is definitely about style um, and it's about coming into your style. So with that being said, bro, what were some of your influences coming up and, like, what was your introduction to your style?
1: I would say my biggest influences coming up, I would just start at high school. Obviously, it started when I was way younger, but I would just start at high school. H.I. Rocky was definitely, like, my go-to inspiration because he was my favorite rapper at the time and one of the only rappers who could actually get fresh, get flea, you That's know what true. You know? And so him, he definitely like helped shape my style in a way. Not to say like I dressed like him or nothing like that, but just mm-hmm. like knowing how to put an outfit together, piecing things together. Right. Also too, I'll say John Geiger. A lot of people are not going to yeah. say this, but you know, if you know, you know. like right. in high school, that's when John Geiger was really on the scene doing his creative thing, right. and then I was just kind of following suit. Me and my homie Chris the Shoe Man, he go by Simba. Mm-hmm. But me and him, we just used to like customize shoes. I would come up with the ideas. He would do the execution on the painting. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it was just like me doing bold things, just right. standing out, doing whatever I could do to stand out, but also staying true to myself. But my ultimate biggest influence I can never forget is for real. You of know, course, got a big BBC tattoo on my arm. It right. Was like, so growing up, that was my biggest influence. And then once I hit high school, it was sat Rocky. You had John Geiger, mm-hmm. and just like a lot of smaller independent people that were just kind of like, okay, cool. Like the mainstream stuff, just never was really my thing. Mm. I always, I stick to what I know. Right. And That's kind of how I shape my style. So.
0: Okay. No, I feel that man. It's funny you mentioned. Sometimes I love that with every conversation I'm having with a different person, they always unlock this this memory from like long ago that I've often okay. forgot about. So you bringing up John Geiger, bro. Like I remember uh I used to keep up with bro on like Instagram prior to him even like dropping his own shoe line. Like he mm-hmm. was fly back when he was Baron Davis's right. manager. Bro, is, just, no, no, is it Baron Davis? No no, 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 no. It
1: was um, it was it was a football player. It was a football um, player. Um, this one because he was in he's from Pittsburgh. Right, he right. Was managing somebody. Right, that was a football player. I can't even remember, yeah. I can't remember who the athlete Damn. was, but I definitely, he definitely was doing like, w- yeah, we'll look it up after the show, yeah, we'll get the our facts Management straight. at some point, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I remember, uh, because his hit who he was managing at a time, Darrell Revis, yeah, Darrell, Darrell Revis, Revis. Yep, yep, yeah, I was, deal. yeah yep, exactly. I remember, deal, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. There you go, we're getting our facts right here, sure. live and ready, but uh. I, it's funny, like you were saying, because I, I used to follow John Geiger prior to him even doing it any, you know, shoes of his own and everything. And he was fly off back, back in the day, like nah, he was flying like, in. So. Definitely was bold with it. Yeah. Like,
1: just taking, like, the most basic things, but making it cool, that's kind of exactly. like, that's that's my whole, like, slogan, the way I live my life is just making the simplest things mm-hmm. look cool. So that's right. like. I, I feel that on a, yeah. on a
0: number of levels, bro. I, I feel like with style, that you don't need much. You don't. You don't need any crazy pieces. Like a simple white T-shirt and some good jeans could take you a long way. You know, accessorize. You, know I mean? you know, yes. You good accessor-
1: the cakes always got to be proper. You know, what I'm saying, get the right kicks. And you you good, like, absolutely. You don't gotta do too much. You could do a lot with the minimal and most simplest pieces, and that's how I like to do it.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, I'm I'm a man of very quality and 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 simple goods.
1: What about yourself, though? What do you mean? What shaped your style? Ooh, I, Maybe, uh, hold on.
0: Matter of fact, I'm going to uh-huh. tell you for a loop. What's shaping your style right now? I was going to ask you that. Right you, out now, the, you out here <laughs> still the words out of my mouth. Man, right now, I kind of want to say what's shaping my style is. like. It's it's just so much. You know what I mean? I don't really pay attention to social media as much as I used to. You know what I mean? Like I, I would sometimes use it as inspiration. But these days, like I feel like I'm getting older and I really... Try hard, try my hardest not to be on social media too much, Mm. and I often miss shoe releases. Like I'm, I'm never in the loop with that shit.
1: So same. I bought one pair of shoes this year, and Uh they've been sitting at the USPS. So I hope somebody from USPS is listening to this. Right, sitting at y'all facility. Talk Somewhere about for the past two months. So, yeah. never got my shoes. It was. The I don't
0: think it's sitting at the facility. I'm not going to lie, Nah, they lie, probably bro. at somebody's house right now. I was you know, about somebody to say. probably rocking my shoes yeah, right yeah, now. It they,
1: was the Jordan 2s that came out earlier this year. Oh, the, the OG white, joints. Yeah, the OG joints. You yeah. know, I'm a Jordan 2 fanatic, So That, that is was, true. That's the only shoe that I tried uh. to buy this year. And I bought one pair of shoes last year, and it was a Jordan 2.
0: Right. But yeah.
1: I, yeah. I, I give up at this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I give up at this point. I, it's
0: so hard, bro. I, I feel like it just depends on what day I wake up. So today I'm going to go within the environment around me. Like I, I could walk outside and like see someone's like style or something like that, or yeah. I'll catch like a, a clip from a TV show or a YouTube video, and I'm like, yo, I really do like this piece. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, this piece will compliment me, and I would love to add it to my wardrobe. But um, for the most part, it's just more so what I see on the street. Day to day, you know what I mean? Like, especially like the old older guys. Like, yeah. it's so yeah. effortless. They be getting it's them fists it's off. so effortless, bro. They be like, they getting them fists off, and it's their style. Yeah, like, they know bro. they've
1: honed in on their yeah. style. That's what they do. That's what they like to do. And it's that's been their style on. for a minute, too. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you know what I mean? Like, yep. they're in that, yep. you know what I mean? So, I, I think that's something I've been a, always a paying, paying attention to. But um, I also want to give credit to 15 year old, 16 year old me, too, mm-hmm. because I'm still kind of chasing, so, like, I I recently bought like a pair of ball jeans like a couple of couple of weeks ago. That's my um, and I was talking to my one homie. He was like, "It's not 2015 anymore." <laughs> so, in efforts of me, or you know, in me buying ball mains and whatnot. Yeah. But but for me that was just more so of a, a grail purchase for me. Like mm-hmm. growing up, I used to love Ball Main jeans. You know what I mean? Like I always wanted a pair, but in high school I wasn't I didn't have fifteen hundred yeah, dollars to spend. Let alone I didn't have two hundred and fifty dollars sure. to spend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um I'm just chasing old grails from when I was a kid. I mean, the same with the 750s. You probably seen me in yesterday. Yes, sir. Um, I, hey,
1: look, I peeped. Uh, I, I ain't say nothing last night, yeah, but I yeah. peeped. Okay, so, the 750s. Yeah. You know. And matter
0: of fact, while we while we here, we definitely we got to shout out Deja. We got to shout out hey, Deja shout today. Shout out to Deja,
1: man. Yeah. You're Doing great things for the sneak. Exactly. Not even just the sneak community, but like women. Women, period. Yeah, that within panel. the fashion community. So right. Definitely shout out to you. Keep doing your thing. Yeah, we love you. Happy queen. to see your event last. Thanks.
0: So. And I was loved too, bro. I mean, I, yeah. I saw it was. So I'm not a person who really enjoys going out too much, um, but like it's it's cool to pop out for like events like that and reconnect with old friends and just yeah, get way. updates on life and you know you never know what the information you you get from somebody might leads you to you know what I mean so um, it was a, it was in all it was a great event the waffles were amazing and the chicken was amazing um, I don't know the spot. But we'll figure it out after, and I'll definitely be there.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, DJ Mike P spot. Uh, he just opened it up, so you know I'm always about Black business. Oh, go ahead. It's called uh, chicken box. There or something we go. Like that. Um, but yeah, yeah. Look don't... him up, DJ Mike P. He's the owner. Mm-hmm. Chicken spot. I don't eat meat no more, but the tenders do look amazing. So yeah. go the waffle is amazing. My, eat something for me because I can't do it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right, right. So, well, if if you can't do that, definitely get the waffles, bro. The waffles yeah. was on point. Um. Uh, but yeah, no, that I mean in terms of style, bro, it's just a very environmental perspective right now. It's just what I see on the street and you know, I take it back and I'm like, what can I find that's similar or just like this out here? Um But yeah, that that's that's usually No, I
1: could relate to that because, yeah. like that's actually one of my grills mm-hmm. um is a pair of ballmons. So like yeah. I always wanted a pair when I was in high school, but like right. you said, Shit, I can't afford to spend a thousand dollars in high school. I mean, I, I, I probably could have, right. but I would have to make some sacrifices. Yeah. So it's just like, that's definitely, I ain't got a pair yet, but that's mm-hmm. definitely one of my things. So, you know, I love old school cars. Right. And I want to I do it all at the same time. Like, when I get my ball mons, so I want to be in an old school car. <laughs> I already know the picture I'm <laughs> the on the vision. I know the capture for Instagram. Right. I'm going to post with it. So it's just like, that's definitely like one of my grills. And it's uh, funny, though, because I could have bought a pair. Uh huh. Back in 2019, summer of 2019, uh-huh. and I was gonna swipe my credit card for it. Right, granted, I would have paid it off, but it was just like the fact that I'm even swiping my credit card for this—it's more than enough science that I probably shouldn't right. be doing it. So it's like I'm gonna wait till I really got a bag and I could put ten racks in the ball. <laughs> that's what I'm Four PF over here. Yeah, you know what I'm pocket. When it. I could really put some money in them pockets, then I'm right. sure I'm gonna go get them. But that's definitely—it's like a lot of people will say, "Oh, those aren't in style no more." Right. Or, oh, that wave is gone, the biker, whole biker look is done. But yeah. it's like, if that's just style, that's what you want. Yeah, it, facts. It's for the inner child, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Like. And, yeah. and I feel like that's what it is, like even now, like with sneakerheads, like we uh, you know, partially I'm a sneakerhead when I can get them. Yeah. But we are like, rebuying the same shoes from our youth over and over again. Over so over like, again. Yep. you know what I mean? It and In how itself. They I mean,
1: they feed off of it. That's why right. they, they retro and everything multiple times. Like, right.
0: So, no, no, no. Yeah, that, and, and also, too, I just want to put that out there. I definitely did not pay fifteen hundred for these ball mains. <laughs> Shout out to Grilled for the discounts oh, on for there. For sure, gotta get I, yeah. discounts whenever. Yeah, yeah, because because two twenty it looks a lot different from uh, fifteen hundred. So oh, I'll yeah. take what I can get in for terms sure. of that. Well, definitely. But uh, even <laughs> moving on from that, brosy, like uh, come, like even now, what is what are some of your favorite pieces, or what are some favorite pieces that you've owned over the years?
1: all right off top my favorite pieces in my closet Mm -hmm. i'm gonna definitely go with my two varsity jackets my ice cream varsity jacket Mm -hmm. and my billionaire boys club varsity jacket just because as a kid you always want a nice varsity jacket i did and then you know those are two of my favorite brands so i have Four brands that, well, five brands. That's just, like, my go-tos. That's what I wear, and that's Beard Boys Club, mm-hmm. Ice Cream, Beard Girls Club, Human Made, and Bape. Like, okay. those are my identity when it comes to clothes. You know, you go okay. in my closet, that's what you see. Like I said, for real, it's my biggest inspiration. Mm-hmm. And then him being best friends with Nigo is just, like, it's there. And I know he don't, you know, operate Bape no more. but right. It's going to always be one of my favorite brands. But, yeah, I would say those two pieces are definitely, like, my... Favorite two right now, and mm-hmm. also the Ralph Lauren jacket I had on last night. I just got that, yeah.
0: So that's what that was, yeah, yeah. Yo, that was a yeah, that, that was, was a piece, yeah. That's some vintage yeah. Ralph right there, you know yeah. I mean? That's a piece yeah, right yeah, there, so. man. My boy was looking like man. straight out of a good movie, man. Like a yeah. like a Golden glow movie. Come Love the in. vintage Ralph. Can't man. go wrong. With Actually, business, that is so. absolutely true, yeah. bro. I've never seen a bad piece. Uh So more power to you on that, bro. But I, I was gonna get back so. I recently had seen a clip, mm-hmm. um, actually just this week, where it was like, um, with Pharrell on Drink Trent, Drink Champs, and uh, he was just talking about how he doesn't necessarily wear Bape anymore. Like he stopped wearing it in like 2009, because yeah. that's when like Nigo had yeah, yeah, like last. Um, did does that like something like are you in terms of Bape? Are you still like looking at the new Bape? Are you looking at older Bape pieces? Like what is that?
1: Yeah, I mean, i still look at new Babe. I mean, granted, he might not be in charge no more, but the identity of Babe is still there to a sense. So, even if I'm just grabbing something basic like a T-shirt, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for the most extravagant or crazy pieces. Right, Because right. at the end of the day, honestly, a lot of these brands that I love, I don't like none of their new stuff that they coming nah, out with. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, true. you know, you got to yeah. weave through it and kind of pick out what you do like, what you don't like. Mm-hmm. And, and that might just be sticking to some of the basics, but... It's just that's just the way it is, you know, fashion brands are gonna have hit or misses. Everything isn't gonna be great. But you get in where you fit in. But I do love human made too, so I do. He does his thing with that. I, I love what he's doing over there. Um so yeah. Yeah. Human made might be my new babe, but babe is always in my heart. So it's
0: true. I feel it. I mean I it's just really hard to let go of like things you really were focused on coming up. You yep. know what I mean? Regardless of who owns it right now or who's not wearing it anymore. Like if it was something that really sparked your interest, like it's it's to me, it's 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 gonna forever spark my interest. It I'm I'm always, always gonna be interested always. in like, no I don't what. think I'm gonna be wearing ball man's at seventy eight, but I'm I am it's something that I'm still carry. Like, mm-hmm. yo, I I forever love this brand. I'm gonna always be interested. So uh you know I, I, that's something we can definitely agree on there are there any grills or any pieces that you're looking to acquire to add to your collection uh, we just heard about the tubes that came up missing at a ups drop-off center so if yeah. if you listen now just know we we on your head about that <laughs> but uh like is there anything else outside of that you you were looking to add to
1: uh yeah you know i got a lot of I'm i I'm a shoe guy first, so True Putting on clothes so it's just the second coming. Mm-hmm. I'm a shoe guy first, you know. So that's gonna always be my first love. Mm-hmm. So I would say grill shoes wise, I definitely want hmm, that's a great question. I haven't thought about this in a while. Yeah. What are my Well you've been focusing you been grinding, so
0: yeah.
1: I would say the Kanye Bapesters definitely a grill of mine. Um ah. <laughs>
0: That's like, I, I, if I'm thinking correctly, that's the one with the the dropout bear on it. Yeah, 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 the dropout beer or, with the brown. Where's that graduate? I don't know. Dropout, college no, dropout? No, college dropout. Okay.
1: Thing. Yeah. Um, let me see. Another shoe grilled. Um, I know I'm finna butcher the name, but the, I hate butchering names, the Hader Ackerman. Uh, Hater Ackerman. Hader Ackerman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Jordan Force, they came out with. They like super slept on. A lot of people don't know about them. But they nice though. They came out with multiple, like. I'm not
0: a- going to lie. This is my first time. I, yeah. I, I might have to look this up nah, in the show. They did on. the Jordan 4s. Uh-huh. And they did
1: a couple other silhouettes. I can't think of them right now on top of my head, but they wasn't Jordans. Like, they had the Jordan 4s. Ah, uh, so they like, did like a
0: rendition of them. Mm-hmm. Got yeah, you, yeah, got, it's got you. Like
1: a brown taupe kind of color. Uh huh. Nice, super nice. Like, that was one pair of shoes that I couldn't get my hands on back in high school that I definitely would drop a bag for. Man, sure.
0: bro, cause I'm like, I'm like wait sure. a minute, they had this collab. I'm not even, I'm not even aware. Yeah, nah,
1: that was an old collab, like
0: 2013, 2014, maybe uh-huh. like
1: very I under gotta, the radar. But
0: I gotta, yeah, you are gonna have to show me after the, the episode, cause they ain't even showing me correct pictures right now. So, uh, or show. is it, or is it Hater Ackerman, or do you mean like uh, wow. Hinder Scheme? Cause Hinder Scheme used to do like the. Re- that's it, Hinder Scheme? That's, yeah, 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 way. yeah, yeah, way. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hinder, scheme, yep. Hinder Scheme used to do like it was one of those. Yeah, with like running. the yeah. the V. Be- it was like tan leather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like these ones, right? Like yeah, not yeah, this color. It, yeah, but it was a tan joint. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Facts. Right, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right. yeah. I'm like Hender accurate. But okay. No, those were always nice, bro. And I remember when those those dropped. Um, they they were really like. It was making some noise. I'm not gonna lie. No, nah, like, they definitely I was. They were, they, if, they you them, if you knew about them, right. you knew about them. I've
1: never seen a pair in person before. I've never seen yeah, one. In never person seen either. a pair in person before. Yeah,
0: I do like the fact that when you wear them, like the the leather gets more of a tan to mm-hmm. it over time. So, um, yeah that that's that's a that's a throwback for sure. Um, yeah, that's my grill. What's yours right now? That I own, or or more that you so, own and more, that you're looking to get. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I keep bringing this sh- this up, but clearly it's because I haven't been able to get my hands on too too many things. Mm-hmm. Um, the current grail that I've owned is just the 750s. I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and keep it, keep it, keep it real light in terms of shoes, mm-hmm. um, and maybe some like 1980s Converse made in USA that I have. I really like those because like, I got... Y'all I heard me say previously, like, I love a ma- good Made in USA uh, article of clothing or whatever it may be. Like, it's just something about, you know, how well, like, products were made back then here and sturdy. And inst- if it's from the 80s and it's 2023, we're talking about 40 years that the shoe is – or maybe nearly 40 years that yeah, the shoe has been around. Whole, so, uh-huh. um, yeah, I j- those are the most captivating pieces to me in my closet right now. In terms of what I'm chasing – That is a good question. Um, It changes every day. Um, Really, I've really been looking at a pair of, like, these Louis Vuitton trainer sneakers that kind of came out back when Virgil had his tenure at Louis Vuitton. Mm. Um, So I always liked those trainers that he had. But, again, in college, not – back when I was in college and they dropped I didn't have 2 grand to drop on sneakers. Oh yeah. Sure. Not that I necessarily yeah. have it today, but mm-hmm. I mean, um I'm I'm You're more Definitely s- not back in college. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so those are some of the pieces I'm looking at right now or the piece that I'm looking at right now to to add to my collection. Um Yeah, that's all I got for you right now, man. I'm 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 pretty light. Maybe some smells. I mean, I r- recently went to the mall, had some smells at Ulta. Some different colognes and stuff like that. So I'm All trying right, to step you know, you that can't up. Can't go wrong. You, got you gotta, gotta smell a, you good. Gotta have a cologne. Yeah. Tight, you know? Gotta gotta make sure. What's your sure favorite you smell right now? Good. I'm basic, bro. You're basic. Um, Uh come on, bro. You gotta I, expand. I'm not gonna. You gotta like, expand. I know. I'm trying to expand. Like that's why I was there. Like just testing out different mm-hmm. smells and whatnot. But love Chanel Blue.
1: I just got that. Love yep. that. Yep, somebody just bought it for me. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, and you then listen uh, to this, thank you. I appreciate
0: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah, like that's it. Always smells good to me. And then uh, my Margella Jazz Club. Mm. Um, again, these are you know some probably yeah. well known you know selections out here, but they smell really good to me. So I'm a, whether they are in or not, I'm always be wearing them joints for sure. Uh, so.
1: I'll put y'all up on game. My mm-hmm. favorite two
0: right now that's
1: left on. I love all Tom Ford smells. So I'm going to go with my two <laughs> favorites right now in my collection. Yeah. It's definitely Oodwood by Tom Ford uh-huh. and the Tobacco Vanille. Mm-hmm.
0: Amazing. Yeah, I'm actually Amazing. picking some up. Some Tom Ford <laughs> this week. Hey, that's uh, bro, yeah. the best decision you'll make, bro. Yeah. No, it, it smells, smells really, really good, It lasts bro. long. It smells good. You know what,
1: right. what I'm saying? Definitely. Got to right. get your Tom Ford right.
0: Yeah, I've also like some creeds. I'm working my way up to the creed. Matter of fact, I think they sell Creed at Costco. I'm out here. That's a I swear, I no, was on I the I never seen that. Bro. I was on the app. I got I was on the Costco app and they sell it actually for a discounted amount. Yeah, I'm putting y'all on game right hey, now. Look, yeah. You all better hey, head over to, instead of, school, to Pant, deals, right, deals, as, instead of going to Macy's. Right. Instead of going to Macy's or yeah. Saks and dropping like 4 or something, go ahead get you a Costco card, get it at a discount, bro. Might as well. Why not? I'm That's telling right. you, that you're better off like that. Um but yeah, <laughs> we I, I love how we just getting into to everything, and everything, but anything but everything over here. But let's let's take it back to the fits real quick, bro. Um, I wanna you got a piece with you today that is like one of the coldest pieces that I, you know I really have I'm ever seen in terms of Jordan ones. Yeah. yeah, yes, uh, bro. The corduroy. The I know these are the lalies right? Yes, sir. So satin corduroy. Yep. Satin corduroy. Hey. Like... Beautiful shoe. Right, right, right. And then you
1: got, like, the quilted inside right. for the sole. It's kind of like the inside of a varsity jacket. It has, like, quilted like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: Was that, like, a... I mean, I'm looking at by the way you're wearing it and everything. I know that's definitely one of your favorites. Oh, for sure. Um, but, for like, sure. was that a hard piece for you to come up on?
1: Uh, No, it wasn't a hard piece. I'm not going to lie. I paid resale for them joints.
0: You did? Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
1: he was like, I was in college. Uh-huh. They were just, like... Bro, I'm not back in Chicago. I don't feel like traveling back to Chicago just right. to try to get some shoes. That was probably... I've only paid resale for two pairs of shoes. These and my reverse shatterback boards. Mm. That's it. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, for the price I paid for them, I pay like 380 mm-hmm. maybe 400 after taxes. Okay. So it was like why not i ain't gotta go through no house so
0: that's true convenience i paid for true. convenience yeah basically you gotta get you gotta get headspace about yeah. that because i'm at the headspace now where it's like if i can't get it then i just it won't be gotten you know what i mean like i just, i won't pay resale bro like
1: i feel it, I, and I, I wouldn't do it on too many like i wouldn't do it i wouldn't do it for a basic shoe. like for this it was mm-hmm. different you know the material she used on it was different. The story. Mm-hmm. Um, we hadn't seen a woman get a shoe with Jordan Brand in years. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, I got to do it. I love her style, too. So it was like, it kind of just made sense. And then, like I said, for 400 bucks, I got the convenience. Didn't have to bribe anybody. Didn't have to, you know. <laughs> wait in the cold. Yeah, wait in the cold. Yeah. I didn't have to, you know. Tap into no connections right, or like, hey right. bro, you know can you do me this favor X Y Z? Or just like nah, bro, I just pay to resale, Get what it. I like. But I wouldn't. I don't. I'm not gonna say I don't believe in paying for resale, but I'm definitely a firm believer in like, if you're gonna get a shoe, you're gonna get it, mm-hmm. and if you really love shoes, then hopefully you can mingle with some people in that community and yeah. get it. Yeah. But. If you got to jump through a bunch of hoops and hurdles just to get a shoe. Um, yeah. And then you know how the resale game go. Everybody backdooring their shoes. So <sighs> oh, if yeah. you don't know nobody at that store, good luck trying to get that very no, rare fact, shoe. So well, it's just like, nah, man, you got to go to the resale. Not, not
0: even to cut you off. If you do know somebody at the store, it's not guaranteed.
1: It's not. It's, it's not. Because they promising you and they promising five other yeah, people like, yo, right. I could get you the shoe. Yeah. And it's just like, they going to give it to whoever. Right they feel like benefits them the most in that situation
0: yeah yeah i mean it, it yeah. is what that's it is sneaker politics yeah right you know <laughs> <saying>? resale <laughs>
1: politics right there like, sneaker politics that's uh, how it is
0: so it is it is what it is yeah. getting back in to to the fits and stuff and and everything bro what is one of the wor- I, I like to st- i just want to start out with this one what is one of the worst fits that you've put together yourself one of the worst fits is, yeah, that you can I remember. Mean,
1: I, I've had a lot of bad fits. Cause, right. Sure, you test out different things. Mm-hmm. Um, you try different things and just see what works. I'll probably say the worst fit, though, that I can think of off the top of my head, mm-hmm. definitely my senior senior year homecoming for high school. I had on some white pants with a white shirt with some brown Chelsea boots. <sighs> from top man, back when Top Man was around. And I had on this brown jacket from Zara. Right. The jacket was cool. Still got the jacket. Luckily I'm the same size from when I was in high school. Jacket was cool. (laughs) Shoes was trash. Definitely shouldn't have went with that boot. And then just the all white like outfit for homecoming was kinda just like I would never in my life wear all white again. Like especially no white skinny jeans. You know back in that day we were wearing skinny jeans. So it was like my boy was looking like a whole brick. Nah, like (laughs) terrible outfit. Terrible (laughs) outfit. But you know, But good in that moment, and that's what we did, so.
0: I'm not, I feel it. Yeah. I feel it. That's, that's.
1: What's yours? Worst
0: outfit? One coming to me, one coming to my mind right now, especially because you brought up Chelsea boots. Um, I had, like, some similar, like, I had some Chelsea boots, right? Mm-hmm. But they had, like, a crepe sole, mm-hmm. like, but it was, like, wasn't, it was no heel, there was no arch or nothing. Yeah. It was just, like, straight it's flat. Just, ah. <laughs> and I had, like, put it together with, like, some ripped jeans, like, like some some A-gold E jeans, some some shit I found at like Urban Outfitters uh, on the north side. And then I had on like this vintage like uh, band t-shirt. Mm. And I wore the hell out of that t-shirt so much. I remember that I, I had like pit stains in it. I was wearing that shirt so much. <laughs> but- That was uh, your favorite piece of the time. Yeah, it so? was. But like looking back on that, that fit was like, I thought I was like Jerry Lorenzo, but- it like <laughs> looking back on it, yes, now,
1: it was beneficial because you uh, realize it was not just style. You yeah, did it for a minute, yeah. then you look back on it like, ah, it was tough. Yeah, that it, wasn't good. I wouldn't do that again. You know, uh, we always go back to similar styles, but now you know like that wasn't it. So yeah, yeah, beneficial I, in the long. I part. feel like
0: I, if if anything, the worst fits that I've ever had ultimately came down to shoe choices. Cause I bought some like just cause like some some stuff. That I was like, man, I'm gonna make this work. And I was like, I should have just left it. Like I should have just left it in the store. And I should, but I was like, man, I I see a vision in the. So ease. what's the I'm worst shoe you work. ever
1: bought besides those Chelsea boots? <laughs> Sneaker
0: wise, it's the so, worst so many. Shoe. It's so many. So let me let me think of like the most recent. I'm not gonna. I won't say it's the worst shoe I bought, but most recently the the one that I dislike the most has to be the Air Tech cha- the Air Tech Challenge. Um, It's, like, what is it? It's the French Open. It's not the worst sneaker I've bought, but it's just, like, the one, like, I was caught up in. I was like, yo, I'm going to make a look out of this. I got the shoe, (laughs) tried to make that look. It was not hitting. I was so disappointed. I mean, I love, like, the shoe, how it just looks, but I just couldn't make it work. But over the years, like, it's it's just so many to count, bro. It's just so many that end up getting pushed to the back of the closet or, you know, giving away or something like that, so... Most recently, I'm going to just say that. And it's not the worst because I don't, again, it's not the worst because I just don't like it. It's just, it's just not fitted for me. Yeah, I feel yeah.
1: you. No, I got, that. I would say mine, I have a all white pair. It's like white and then like the shoelace are green, but some human race shoes. And I wore them one time. Uh-huh. And I took them off probably after like 20, 30 minutes. But the little cages on the side of them it hurt my feet so bad. It was like, I can't even I know exactly. wear yeah. this shoe. And it also just wasn't. The best looking shoe. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it was like the all white, the soulless white. Right. Like, every the whole shoe was I, white, basically. So, it was just like, bro, it's kind of not even a good shoe. So, I mm-hmm. wore it for like that 30 minutes and took it off. Never wore them again. Right. Um, Lawnmower shoes now. No, not. They nah. still, I wore them for that one thirty minutes and they still have been sitting in my closet. Mm. I'm actually going to give them away. It's Ramadan, so I got to do my good deeds. So, I'm actually about mm-hmm. to go through my closet once I get back to Atlanta. But, it's just like. I got so many shoes that I don't wear, mm-hmm. I realized, like, breast time to start getting rid of some stuff. Right, like, right. They cool, but I don't wear them no more. They not my style. They was mm-hmm. cool within that moment, but it's like I'm sitting on shit. One thing I don't like, and I know this is kind of, like, left field. One thing I don't like about mm-hmm. being a sneaker collector is collecting shoes just for the sake of saying I have I'm em. collecting shoes, or Yikes. I have them. Like, if I got shoes in my closet that I haven't wore, like, I bought those human race shoes probably, we was in college. Mm -hmm. So I had that been like 2017, maybe 2018. Uh And I've never worn them outside of that 30 minutes that I had them on my feet. And they just been sitting. That's selfish of me. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? Like holding on to a shoe just for the sake of saying I got a shoe. is just like, it's kind of selfish. Somebody
0: else could be getting pissed off with that. I feel it. Although I can't. Respectfully. Respectfully, I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. I I think... uh, Sometimes you gotta live in the the moment of like I only got two feet. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean. So like that's nice facts. Like how am, at what point do I not need to purchase this? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what with a lot of my purchases, like the worst shoes that I've ever bought, like reflect. Yeah. Like it's like bro, like these are your ones that you really like. Just keep these. Like it's sometimes it's just nice yeah. to look at stuff in passing, mm-hmm. which I'm starting to get more acquainted with as I get older. Just viewing yeah, things. You start to passing. appreciate
1: like you start to appreciate when people say like oh i'm copping pieces like mm-hmm. everybody that's everybody's phrase to throw around now but like right. you really start to appreciate that once you get older and it's like well damn everything in my closet either i'm not wearing it and i don't really like it or right. i done sold so much stuff that it's just like damn i thought it was a piece but i sold it clearly it wasn't my right. piece it was a piece but it wasn't my piece right and i think that would probably be, like, one of my... I know we're not giving style tips, but, man, <laughs> for all my young dudes out there, definitely find your style and find what fits you and what you actually truly like, because there's so many things out there. So many. They always going to drop a new Jordan. They're going to drop so many things, yeah. but stick to your guns. Stick to... You know, that's why I say, like, I have my five brands that I rock with all the time. Like, right. Bro, my shirt, I got on a regular black tee right now, but... I was going to wear a BBC shirt today. Right, right, right. I just have him go with a plain black tee. But it's right. like, find your pieces, find your brands yeah. that you like and you love to support and rock out with those. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? so.
0: Yeah. No, I, I mean, I couldn't agree more with you. I have like, actually said that in the last episode. I was just like, find pieces or brands or whatever that you like and stick with them. Always. You, you know to, what I mean? Because like it's, 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 it's hard for them. To, if you like what they're putting out, it's hard for you to fail. Yeah. And it's hard for them to fail in a way. Yep. You know what I mean, so I just stick with a brand that's that's more familiar with you and that you know benefits you and in, in, you know, the way you look and everything. Yeah. Moving forward from that, bro, what is one of like the the best fits? And, and I'm also mm-hmm. c- accompany this best fit question with one is what is one of the most expensive items that you purchased? Because I'm believing that if you really spend some bread on it, it has to be one of the the best things that you have in your closet or work towards being one of the best fits you put on. So go ahead.
1: Alright, I'll start with the most expensive
0: piece I got in my closet. Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely my billionaire boys club varsity jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like four fifty. Okay. So I think that's probably the most expensive. Okay. Honestly, bro, I got away from buying expensive stuff. Right. You know, after after high school, that's when I started realizing like. Yeah, you know, I ain't I ain't a kid no more. I can't just be out here spending. That's true. Four five hundred dollars, you know, buying clothes and stuff no more. I gotta really think about what I'm doing and put my money towards some actual beneficial stuff. Mm-hmm. So I honestly, I would stop buying a lot of designer clothes right after high school, just because that just wasn't the type of time I'm on. I'm, I like to have money instead of just looking like I have money. I like to actually look like actually have the money. So right. Yeah, that jacket, I bought that for my birthday. Mm-hmm. So you can never go wrong with a good birthday gift. Right. Um, And I'll say one of my best outfits. I'll say one of my best outfits, it was a very simple outfit, but I love the look because it was different than what I usually do. Mm-hmm. So I'm usually in streetwear clothes, but as of lately, because I work in luxury, I've been wearing a lot more dress clothes. Right. So I had on these vintage Nineteen eighties polyester Levi's mm. with like a nice flare at the bottom. Gotcha. Um, and then I had on my black Tacova boots with just like a nice knitted shirt. And honestly, that's probably one of my best. My favorite. I don't know if it's my best. That's you know right. That's up for the people to decide what my <laughs> best outfit is. But I feel like personally that's one of my most favorite outfits because it's different. You right. Know what I'm saying? You would have never imagined me in a pair of bell bottoms, but damn, I yeah. look good in them and I wore the hell I'm, out of them. And so it was just like, yeah, that's me. this my new style. I, and I how feel that.
0: So. I feel that. I actually wore some bell bottoms to work like a month ago. Mm-hmm. I got flamed. Oh, for sure. People, I got flamed. People don't understand and, it. You know what I'm and, saying? And, and they were high up. So they were like, oh, yeah. like, I thought I was on some Arnold Palmer, like golf type <laughs> shit. And when I got there, it was like, what are you doing? Like what like they actually took pictures of me and they were, and it was funny <laughs> enough, my coworker, her daughter, when she p- took a picture of me and put it on her Snapchat story, her daughter called her and she was like, Oh, what y'all got going on today? And she was like, nothing. She was like, What are you wearing? And then she, you know, panned in on herself <laughs> wearing normal clothes. Yeah. And she was like, Okay, so why Femi dress like that? And I was just like, Man, I just wanted to get the pants off. I had on right, some man. ALD loafers with the pants. I really thought it was a it was a crazy fit and crazy in a good way, but yeah, they were like don't ever do that again. They ain't they again. understand it. Don't don't ever do that again, please. Matter of fact, I showed my OG and she was like, Yeah, like she was actually upset that I <laughs> that I pulled those pants <laughs> out. She was like, It is not nineteen seventy. Why do you have these pants hey, on?
1: I, I say you gotta test the water, you know saying? Do. Like, you do. styles always come back around. you right. And she do like do it before everybody else start doing true. it. true because yeah. if you stop doing it right now somebody gonna do it somebody
0: I, I, i've seen it being done before yeah. so you, you know what i mean well right
1: so now. yeah might i was be just be testing it right
0: now. and that was the best place to test it at. i mean they're they're like work they're cotton pants mm-hmm. it's work you know what i mean like it was it was perfect for that um <laughs> moving on from that bro i know you just spoke about like retail and how you dressing in that What is your retail experience? I know, funny enough, back in the day, you used to work at Ross. Yes, sir. And I used to try to be like, I'm like, yo, first off, whether you know or don't know, Ross be having some licks. We're going to put that up, especially for a college student who ain't getting to the the bag. You need to check with your local Ross. Man, go to Ross, T, I'm like Marshalls, TJ Maxx.
1: Like you will find some stuff. Yeah, bro,
0: I came up on some Nike Tech, some mm-hmm. Vomero's. they be having some heat. Sure, at bro. least the one in Normal did. They had, they yeah. had, they had some heat in there. You get you some good Nike socks in there instead of paying twenty dollars, you pay twelve or fifteen. Yep. So yeah. check with your local Ross. Don't don't sleep on that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, don't, what's up with your retail? Yeah, that
1: was my that was my first retail store that I ever worked at. Uh, work there while my senior year of college. Right, I ain't like retail. I'ma come clean. I hey. didn't like retail. Talk I didn't about like it. ringing customers up. Talk I about didn't it. like having to deal with the attitudes every day. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. I would go in there, and at first I would tell them like, "Yo, just put me on the morning shift so I could just stock the shelves and be out by the time all the customers get in." Because I avoided human interaction at all costs. I hated it, mm-hmm. or I would just try to work like the fitting room. That way, like, it's minimal human interaction. I could just sit back there and do whatever I want for real. But that was, like, my first retail job. And then now, I obviously, I'm back working in retail, but it's a more so on the luxury side. And that's what I like the most. Like, I'm a bougie guy, but I'm very down to earth. Mm-hmm. And I could kind of bring that balance to the workspace, and that's what I like most. Um, so I work in operations for a luxury uh, jewelry company, and I love it. You know, I get the customer aspect of things, but I also get to just do the things that I personally love to do while still being in that space. So, like, I'm a numbers guy. Mm-hmm. I love operations. I love kind of running the back end stuff of a business. So, gotcha. yeah, that's my retail experience right now. Just became a manager. So, congrats. Gerotomy, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Appreciate that. Yeah. So, yeah, um, you know, now I'm managing people, managing inventory, mm-hmm. you know, just still doing the things I love. I love jewelry. Right. And so. Retail, retail is cool. It has its ups and downs. I'll say that, like, it has its ups and downs. But once you look at it from a bigger picture, you know, you find the good in serving people. You know, people come in there, they buy expensive items. These are items that they probably saved up for, or they buying it as a gift for somebody. So it has that sentimental value behind it. Right. And just knowing that you're a part of that, like, that's cool to me. You know, we have kids coming to store. And they buying a the piece that they saved up for, and it's mm-hmm. an entire experience, and just knowing that you aided in that. Right. So, it's a good feeling. And, you know, the money is right. You know, you get paid. So, hey.
0: Yeah. win win Uh, One of the things I really wanted to ask you, just even here and now, um, it sounds to me that you really enjoy working in more of a luxury retail setting with jewelry, rather than, like, the Ross. Like, is there a... Di- I mean, clearly there's a difference, but... Is that what you favor more, or it, or it necessarily doesn't matter? It's just, you know.
1: I think, I think me personally, I'm I'm just a jewelry guy. Mm-hmm. Like I love jewelry, cars, shoes. Like those are just kind of like some of my main things. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna come clean. I could never get a job at a shoe store. <laughs> never. Uh-huh. All throughout high school, I tried. I used to apply to DTLR, Foot Locker, Finish Line. Like I used to apply to all these places, mm-hmm. and they just simply would never hire me. And then I got to college, and Ross hired me, and then now I'm working in luxury. But it's just, like, the things that I thought I really liked and wanted to do, mm-hmm. I never really cared to work at, like, an actual clothing store. Because, like right. I said, clothes was just, like, the second coming of things. Like, I was a shoe guy, so all throughout high school, that's what I wanted to do. I even tried to plan for something in college, but it just never worked out. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like, well, what's the next best thing? Obviously, I'm not trying to work in shoes no more. I'd rather work in something a bit more just, like more fitting for my own style right now okay I mean, that was jewelry like my watch collection is nice i mm-hmm. love watches obviously i got the bracelets the rings and all of that jazz so it just kind of worked out for me because honestly i was gonna try to sell watches myself mm. like on a resale side of things so okay buying like vintage um luxury watches and then just reselling them but I just figured I might as well make the investments and invest in my own nice time pieces, but I could just go actually work in the industry and kind of learn from the ground up how True. this industry actually works. So, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I, I like that, bro. I mean, it's funny how sometimes it takes what you really think you want to do and mm-hmm. n- it doesn't necessarily happen in the way you want it to happen. Yeah. And then you're exposed to different other things. You're know, like, well, I'm really finding this a lot more interesting than I thought, and I'm actually liking this a lot more um, than what I, you know, was used to or what I thought I was going to like. So I I, I get a sense of that from that, which is really dope. You know, like it's just – Kind of almost was like a, a self-discovery in a, in yeah, a way. Yeah, for sure. You know?
1: And it forces you to be uncomfortable. Like, yeah. I'm an introvert. So the fact that I'm even sitting here on a podcast right now, <laughs> I do content right. creation, I got a YouTube channel, like, I uh-huh. do all these things mm-hmm. because I want to be a better conversationalist. Got like, you. Whatever. I don't even know that's a word. but Conversationalist. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I, I want to actually talk to people. I want to do these things. Mm-hmm. But I know I'm so reserved and introverted. That I had to actually put myself in spaces to do it, which True. is another reason why I like luxury and working in retail because it forces me. I gotta talk to somebody every single day, right? Like no matter what, I gotta talk to somebody, whether it's a customer, right? A coworker, I gotta talk to somebody, and right. that's what I love most too about it. Is just like it, I love the uncomfortable stuff. So
0: yeah, I'm I'm getting I'm getting to that point where I'm getting used to uncomfortable stuff. Mm. I won't say I definitely love it. Yeah, but I'm realizing that the being uncomfortable is the only way you can grow. It's necessary. And with this podcast, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I've been mad uncomfortable, like trying to put it out, like content out, because I don't want to. Like in my mind, I'm like, I don't want to annoy anybody. Like I'm putting, like, hey, this episode dropped, this that dropped, like, and I'm looking back and I'm like, ew. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want to be doing that. You I'm going to let y'all in on a secret. But, I've been
1: trying to get this man to do content creation for, like, two yeah, years now. Just, so, the fact that he finally got this podcast up and running, yeah. I just want to say, and while we're giving people their flowers, I'm but, proud of you. Because I, I legit uh, been on his back for the past two years. Like, bro, you be doing this, you be doing that, you be traveling, all this stuff. Like, just right. do something, you know? And the fact yeah. that you're doing it, hey, man.
0: Well, I appreciate that, yeah. I, it's proud definitely you, a, a hump I'm getting over it again, bro. Like, it's just it's just something like, I'm, I'm i haven't come from a background where i've been very like like open or like mm-hmm. oh like you know wanting to really speak on like what i feel or what i think i know or what i do know or you know what i mean yeah. so it's just it's just putting yourself out there has definitely been uncomfortable but like i live for the response for from it you know what i mean like i, I live from hey yo I, I walked into a store and someone's like hey bro i, I dry clean only i related to this and this or so i mean that's been cool that's been some cool yeah. takeaways from that but yeah much like you i'm not a person who's like this is me mm-hmm. i'm putting this out here for you yeah. to see like I, that's just never been me so i i, I definitely agree nah, with that i
1: got a question for you now though uh-huh i know you used to work at saint alfred
0: i did i you did used to work one L- of the a little most bit most popular a little you bit you know yeah, streetwear
1: stores in chicago right do you see yourself going back to the luxury game
0: uh, I wouldn't uh, and <laughs> uh
1: if not why not what like what kind of leaves you on the fence as to
0: you know what it is uh, when it comes to retail um I'm and I feel like I might have mentioned this before and this just I feel like this goes for everything and I was funny enough I just got a couch today which is which is why we're shooting this late and I had a conversation with the, the homie Adam Adam again appreciate you for del- helping me deliver this couch and everything. Um but uh getting back into retail, I was telling him and even in his his space right now, we kind of agreed on that in order to get ahead sometimes you have to be a person who like kisses ass in a way. Mm. You know, what I mean there's no and there's no real other way I can put that. You know what I mean? I feel you. And I feel that Like you have to be in a lot of situations where like you don't really have a say or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with me, I'm very focused on time and I'm very like future thinking. And I'm like, how long is this going to take me? So that has been like something that sits in the back of my mind, even when it comes back into retail, because it's like, how long am I going to be doing this until it's it's recognized that, hey, he can do more than this. You know what I mean? So that was, like, my biggest fear with that. And I recently had a conversation with a friend's uh, girlfriend of mine at the event yesterday, and I seen that she had did some styling. And I was like, yo, how did you come into that? And she was like, yo, I started out styling my friends. Hmm. And w- when she said that to me, it like, w- it was a real eye-opener because it was like yeah. it doesn't take too much. Mm-hmm. But, it I mean, uh, it is about who you know and what you know, but it doesn't take too much. Like, you, you start with that. So it was kind of – I have these little conversations with people here and there that kind of motivate me in some ways to like test out more things or get uh, get comfortable trying to attempt some things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So that was one of the conversations I had. But getting back into retail, it's just I, just, I, I think that's one of my biggest fears because I'm like, bro, I'm getting I'm getting old, and you're not gonna mistreat me. So see, but you know the, what I mean. Like I, this
1: this is the thing though, mm-hmm. and you know me, I'm always. I, I like to pick people's brains and kind of go against the grain.
0: Right.
1: We talked about, you talked brought up time. hmm But the thing about time is that the time is going to happen regardless. True. So it's like, all right, let's say hypothetically you start back working in retail, the fashion world, and it's like, well, you say to yourself, well, I don't want to wait five years to finally get to this point. Right. But at the end of the day, five years is going to go by. That's true. So you might as well start now. Right. And, you know, at least yeah, so I, you know, pick your hand at, at least yeah. I'll say at least try your hand at to mm-hmm. see how far it can go. Right, You know what I'm saying? Don't give up on it and if that's what you want, you right? Know, if that's what you like, that's where your heart is at. Um, and I think just uh, through our off the record conversations, you mm-hmm. definitely you love style, right. you love fashion, you yeah. love being around people and helping people I do. out. I do so. I think it's just find that balance in what position within the luxury retail right. or fashion retail right. would best suit you.
0: And we and we say that to say this. If you have any leads on any of those positions spoken today, do hit me up For at sure. seven seven three. Now I'm just playing, but uh, right. no, definitely holla at me if you if you know some uh, you know connections or you know some some different jobs or yeah. that I,
1: uh-huh. I I relate to you. Not to <laughs> twelve. But I I relate to you because. Uh-huh. I'm, so, I live in Atlanta. I moved to Atlanta to work in the film industry because mm-hmm. I'm a photographer. And so, one day I was like, well, I do photography. I kind of want to take it to the next level and do something a bit bigger right. and work in the film industry. So, you know, you was there when I moved to Atlanta. I and, was. And I was Atlanta. quite yeah. sad, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, But in that experience, like, bro, I worked multiple jobs. Like, I was working at a photography studio for a while, managing that space, mm-hmm. started working at Best Buy. Then I was working uh, – then I actually did start working in the film. industry. I did, like, little projects prior, but then I started working on a TV show called Finding Happy, mm-hmm. which was a great experience. I was a production assistant, very eye-opening. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I did a couple movies with Amazon, BT, and then just, like, some other smaller projects. Talk about but it. But, yeah. as you can see, I'm working in luxury retail now. Mm-hmm. Man, you know, film and photography, those are my dreams. Right. So I was kind of, like, in a space where – I was kind of tired of surviving. Sometimes, you know, chasing out the dreams. That's why I say I feel you when you was talking about the time thing. Because, like, bro, I don't want to wait 10 years to finally start living out my dreams. Uh, Yeah. But on the back end of that, I can work a job now, make some good money, and just do my dreams on the side. And I think that really lets you know how much you really love something is if you're willing to do it on the side when Mm -hmm. you get off of work. So like, That's true. On my off days, I go out into the streets. So, I have a YouTube channel and I'm on TikTok and I do this thing called Fresh in the Streets Mm -hmm. where I do street photography and I just take pictures of everyday people in my community wherever I am. And so, I think those are kind of like the reason that I keep driving and doing it because it's kind of like my, it's like my influence. It's like my extra posters like, all right, you really want this because you're doing it in your off time. You're doing it in your spare time. Right. And I do it when I don't feel like doing it, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I get off work, and I don't feel like editing no pictures, Facts. I don't feel like editing no videos. Especially working nine to five, bro. Yeah, so it's like, bro, <laughs> like, I'm tired, but I do it, because it's like, these are my dreams, and I'm right. not going to let that get sidetracked, just because I'm working a job. Mm-hmm. Like, I got to find a balance in doing both. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think that's probably one of the most important things, I, is finding that balance. I uh,
0: a thousand percent agree with you. I was actually just talking to uh, a friend of mine yesterday, um, while I was at work, mm. um, shout out to I'm gonna give her a shout out to shout out to Mia, um, and she's like someone who I admire, who whose worth ethic I really admire, mm. um, because like she works like sixty hours, like and and sixty hours doesn't necessarily not at just one job of course, but she has like multiple jobs, like one like hybrid online job I can't really remember the name of sorry and like she also works at like a retailer and then she also does content creation on her own and it just I, in a way i was just really inspired by her because i'm like bro she's making this shit happen you know what i mean like Gatsudo. you know like, what i mean like she's really in her bag like yeah. sh- she's like it's operating on all cylinders and i'm like i'm really trying to get more like her and even you um in a sense i give both of you guys your flowers because like it's going to happen regardless. Like, you're not sitting back waiting for it to come to you. It's going to happen um,
1: regardless. And this thing, too, it's also, like, people look forward to seeing what you're about to post. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you might as well just do the content That's creation. True. You might as well just get in uh, your RC back Because, right. like, people are already expecting this type of stuff. Like, they're mm-hmm. looking forward to see, like, what you're thinking, what you're about to wear next, where you're eating at. And it's like... Shoot, this simple stuff. Like, I mean, obviously, you gatekeep what you need to gatekeep, but right, you know, yeah, this, this is the times now. Like, this is what people are doing now. Like, times are changing, everybody's on social media, mm-hmm. and I just feel like you got to take that extra leap of faith. That's true, do it because if you, like I said, if you don't do it, somebody else will,
0: right? Yeah, and, no, that is might as well be you, yeah, yeah, you, might as well be y'all you. Are, so. Y'all are right, y'all are definitely right, bro. You know? I, I love how. You brought up photography has been something major for you and quite the interest and has led to different jobs and everything. What inspired like photography like you to pick that up and photography and film? Because I know those two go together. Yeah. So
1: photography for me, it started when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Like I always had a camera. I was always the guy that had a camera. My mom would buy me multiple cameras all the time, just like the little smaller digital joints when we were shorties, but I always had a camera. Mm-hmm. I just always like taking pictures of people, mm-hmm. capturing my friends, doing stuff like that. I never really cared to be in front of the camera, okay. but being behind the camera and taking pictures of actual people, mm-hmm. that was kind of always my thing. And then in high school, you know, in high school, you're trying to figure out what you like. You got your friend groups and everybody doing something different. So right. I was like, I might as well pick up the camera, try this out. So, I did it for a little while. It wasn't nothing major, though. Like, simply just taking pictures of my friends while we was out. And then put the camera down. And then 2020, when the pandemic rolled around, the movie, the photograph came out. And then I was watching them. And they was taking the pictures with the film cameras and everything. And I'm like, dang, like, this is cool. I like what they're doing. I remember when I used to love taking pictures. So, then I went and bought a film camera and then that's where my interest for at the actual film industry and doing movies came about because, shoot, I'm taking pictures. I want to do a big like. Right. I always loved movies. So you see my inspiration for even picking the camera back up was a movie. <clears throat> and so it was just like, I got to figure out a way to kind of bring the two together. And then that's why I moved to Atlanta so I could work in the film industry while also doing my own photography projects. And that's kind of just like that was my motivation for it. Honestly, just got you. And also, I feel like one of my purposes in his life is to deliver messages. Mm -hmm. And what easier way to do that is through photography and movies. Like, Mm -hmm. everybody watches movies and everybody takes a message from a movie if it's clear enough. Right. So, it's like I might as well, you know, deliver all of my good messages in his life through my art.
0: And those two are my forms of art that I chose. So Sure. Yeah. That's. I, uh. I wanted to know because I mean, mm. I feel that photography, you know, film, fashion, it all mirrors each other. It's all they inspired do. by, like, art they imitates, do. you know, li- like, you know what I mean? So, h- how for you has fashion, how's fashion, photography, film, how has that all come full circle for you?
1: I think it comes full circle for me is because. I don't. I don't take nude pictures. I'm not recording <laughs> people nude. Uh, so it's like, yo, what <laughs> people? People that I shoot, uh, they're going to have on clothes. People right. that I'm doing videos of, they're going to have on clothes. Yeah. So I can have a say so in what you're wearing, right. how it's styled. But also, it's just having good taste because you're putting together these photography sets. You're putting together movie sets. So it's not even just about. The clothes, it's about having style, period, knowing how to dress a room, knowing how to dress a person, knowing like what equipment and everything you're going to need to produce the best work. That all ties back into how you carry yourself with your fashion. Like, Mm -hmm. Do you care if your pants is behind the tongue of your shoe or not? Mm. Some people will say they don't. I would say that would aggravate me, so I'm going (laughs) to fix it. It transcends (laughs) over to my photos. If I'm taking a picture of somebody and I see... A piece of hair in a woman's face, I'm going to say, do you mind if I move that out the way so we can get a clear-cut picture? You know what I'm saying? Right. A lot of people like to cheat it and do everything in Photoshop, but it's like, if you're right there in that moment, fix it. Just like with fashion. Mm -hmm. if The collar on your shirt messed up or your jacket, fix it right there in that moment. Like, you know. (laughs)
0: Right, right, right. (laughs) That's like,
1: nah, you straight, you straight. (laughs) So it's like, you know, all those things just kind of tie back into one another. Also, too. I like getting fresh myself, so it's like... It's in the name. It's my nickname. You yeah, know? Yeah. I like to get fresh. And I might as well be fresh while I'm doing what I'm doing. That's one thing I didn't like about the film industry is everybody got to wear all black. Mm. I don't like wearing all black. I'm sitting here in a salmon pink hoodie right now, right. you know what I'm saying? So it's like I like wearing color. I like wearing things that represent me, mm-hmm. that make me feel good. Right. And so it shows in my work when I do what I do.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. No, I love that, bro. And uh, I, I think with this conversation that I, I love about just in general with us is that it's just such a real, well-rounded perspective. You always, know what I mean? Always. Like, And the, the conversations I've had in the past, they're all real. You know what I mean? Um, and everything is, you know, real. But, like, with you, it's like I haven't heard just yet I didn't like retail. You know what I mean? And this is what I didn't like, and this is what I wanted going forward.
1: And that's because, like, you're going to always come across stuff that you don't like. Right. And obviously, you're going to have some things that you just flat out don't like. Mm -hmm. But did you even attempt to find the good in what you don't like? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's checks and balances and everything, there's Mm -hmm. pros and cons and everything. So, yeah, you might not. Yeah, I don't like ringing out customers. I'm going to come clean. And I know that. But. I'm an entrepreneur, and part of being an entrepreneur is you got to talk to people. Mm-hmm. So you have to put yourself in those uncomfortable situations where you're forced to do the things that you don't like. Right. And granted, we all we might worry jobs that we don't like. Like, bro, I didn't like working for Best Buy, mm-hmm. but I did recognize the benefits. Right. I'm around this equipment. I can learn about all this equipment because they sell cameras. They sell recording gear, studio gear. Like, they sell all these things that I know I'll need in the future right. for what I want to do. So, I might as well just take this moment while I'm here to obviously stack my money, but also purchase some of this stuff at a discounted rate. True. It's benefits to it all. Yeah. It might not be, like, the biggest benefit, but in some ways, it's beneficial. You know, I'm getting equipment for cheap. I'm getting camera gear for cheap. Like, it all kind of goes right back to the same dream. Mm -hmm. It's just an unfavorable position that you're in at that moment where you got to do what you don't want to do to get to
0: where you want to be. So. Yeah. I, before we you know uh move on to something else, um I do want to say this though about that. I I feel like again just to reiterate, I feel that those takes do make it st- like you they make you stronger overall. Yeah, you know what sure, I mean? Like sure. and I think that's something to appreciate about that. Like yeah, it, yeah. it makes you stronger um and it, and it solidifies what you will do and where you want to go. So I do I do hundred percent wanna just make sure that, that you know I'm acknowledging that in the in the way it should be. I know that prior to us speaking, um, before filming, bro, there was something that you brought to my attention that you really wanted to talk about. And it, it was more like leaning towards the conversa- conversation about life. You know what I mean? So always let, I mean let's let's always. let's talk about it, bro. I really thought that it was great, you know.
1: You know, I'm i one of
0: those people where
1: nothing is ever as simple. As it seems, it's always deeper than what the surface level is. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> you know, one of my things when I came on it today, I knew he was going to talk about fashion and film and all these great things. But I wanted to tie it back into life. Mm-hmm. And I think because you don't have these people necessarily around you or you do. And they try to tell you, but you kind of don't want to hear it. Right. So I know like for myself, back in high school, I would spend all my money on clothes and shoes. You know, right. like my mom, she didn't believe in buying $100 T-shirts, $300 <laughs> pairs of jeans. Mm-hmm. But this is what we liked back in high school. This is what I like, you know, the nudie jeans, the APCs, the Naked and Famous, the Bape, and all this extra stuff. And it's like you spend all your money on it without realizing that that's. it's not just in that moment that you're going to do that. It's going to transition over into your adulthood where you see yourself swiping your credit cards for stuff, running up credit card debt, right. all for things that kind of... that kind of just don't matter at the end of the day, you know? Mm -hmm. How we spoke on earlier about how we have all these shoes and stuff that we don't wear just for the sake of saying you got it. Mm -hmm. But to what benefit is that to the world or people? You know what I'm saying? It's like why sit on shoes that I'm not going to wear when there's somebody out there walking with their bare feet that can benefit from these shoes? Because I'm not really – I'm not benefiting – Nothing besides the bragging rights of saying I got over 50 pairs of shoes. You know what I'm saying? That's just braggadocious. Mm. But it gets to a point where it's like, where is too much? Cause we have, you have all these people who collect shoes, like perfect pair, and there's all these people in the industry who got thousands of pairs of shoes, mm. bro. It's only 365 days in a year. <laughs> Talk about it. I mean, yeah. you could change your shoes two, three times throughout the day, but how many times are you actually going to do that? Right. So, you're shitting on all these shoes, they're collecting dust. You can't wear them all. The soles are cracking and falling apart. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, to what benefit of the world do people gain from that? You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, go start a sneaker museum or some stuff. You know, pull some stuff out your archives and do something that's beneficial to the actual culture. But it's just like, I watch people all throughout life. We go into debt for fashion, we go into debt for hobbies and things of that nature,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's not to say that it's a bad thing, but it's not a good thing either when you swiping and maxing out your credit card just to say you got this name brand stuff true yeah. and you know working in retail, working in luxury, rather just being an entrepreneur, but you know that stuff is marked up, you know mm-hmm. the margins are high on it for them, it's marked up three hundred four hundred percent. You ain't gaining nothing from that from being a consumer of that. Yeah. You know, like, you get the bragging rights of saying you own that brand, mm. but at the end of the day, what does that brand really mean to you as a person? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, nah. it's not your brand. Yeah. It's somebody else's brand. Somebody else's family benefits from that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably one of, like, the biggest ups and downs that I have with life because I'm a guy that likes luxury, but I'm also a very modest and humble person. Mm. And I recognize the overconsumption of things. So it's like, yeah, maybe I can't afford those ball mains. I could afford them right now. <laughs> true. Keep true. it in bean. I uh. could go in Saks Fifth right now and buy them mm-hmm. fresh off the rack if I wanted to. But it's like, how many times can I do that? Right. What else can I put that money towards that would be beneficial mm-hmm. to myself, my actual life, or... To another person's life, you know what I'm saying, and right. those are like the ups and down battles that I really be having with this whole fashion stuff. Yeah, and, you know the shoes, the clothes, the jewelry. Is like, what's the real benefit behind it all? Yeah, getting fresh boosts your mood. You mm-hmm. know, you want to look good, you want to look your best. But at one point, does it become an overconsumption or a negative in your life when you're going into debt for it, or mm-hmm. you only working and hustling so you could get fresh? not saying that should be your end all be all but you know
0: yeah no i think you i think you're hitting on a really yeah. real uh aspect of like retail therapy <laughs> uh, hey, that's a, that's you know a great I mean? way to put that, it, retail therapy yeah you know? that's exactly that's what it is that's a great way to put that because uh i i mean i haven't i found myself buying things i mean like we said earlier buying things we don't necessarily like or need or mm-hmm. you know not seeing very long term in it um, and 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 that's not to take away from you, not liking something yeah. or not wanting something because you can want something like something. But I, as I mentioned earlier, I think I'm also getting comfortable enough to say like, you know, I really do appreciate this. Yeah. And appreciation doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean that I have to buy it. It can mean that I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can pick it exactly. up, feel it, look at, it, exactly. look at it, put it back down. And be like, oh, that would that would suit somebody better. But mm-hmm. I do like that. Exactly. You know what I mean. So, I. But also, you know, with that, I think it's it's growth. It's something that doesn't happen yeah. overnight. And I think me and you being inner city kids, like that's mm-hmm. that's also something to contribute to that. You know what I mean? Like growing yeah, up. Most
1: know? definitely. I mean your influences, the people yeah. around you, seeing what other people are doing. Like it's not it's not even that you a follower. Right. It's just like, yo, if your homie just went to Barney's and bought some stuff, you know, back when Barney's was around, yeah. You naturally gonna wanna step your game up to do the same thing because y'all friends for a reason y'all obviously like similar things y'all have similar interests Mm -hmm. so you're going to naturally want to gravitate to doing these things as well when you're around a space where other people are doing it right but it's like everybody's circumstance is different everybody's situation is different and so that's one thing i would say to any young kids that's going to be listening to this is just because your friends doing it don't mean you got to do it you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying like I had homies back then who was buying all of the designer stuff, but you gotta look at the situations and what people are actually doing. Like, if they buying a piece just to flick up for Instagram and then turn it around and selling it on grill, they really can't afford that piece. You know what I'm saying? They doing it just not not even
0: that. They're just not interested. Exactly. You know, know, they did
1: it for the social media stuff. They did it so other people can go ooh and ah. But it's like they didn't really care for that piece. Yeah. That's why I say, you know, find your brands that you like, spend your money on things that you actually like, and that would better suit you even in the long run, because that stuff, that stuff don't go away, man, you yeah.
0: know? No, I agree. I mean, I, and I appreciate the realness of that, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I think that 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 it, it helps you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Some, sometimes, you know, you might look at it as like a negative thing, but it, in, overall, in the bigger picture, it helps you. Yeah, and sure. I think that it helps you focus on what you really do want mm-hmm. um, and what you may really need exactly. <laughs> and what you can live without. That's you know what, what I mean? Life is all about
1: so what I, you I, want and what you need. I what you that. want will get you short-term satisfaction. Right. And what you need may be unfavorable in that moment, yeah. but it's necessary. True. You know what I'm saying? So I agree.
0: I agree. I, I, and I think that's that's one of the the, the best ways to end today. I'm not going to sure. lie. I think yeah, that yeah. was... I think that was great but before we get out of here bro you know i do have to ask are there any projects or goals or things that you're investing your time in to kind of better yourself and you know representing of your style or who you are like
1: uh yeah i got a couple projects that i'm working on Mm -hmm. um one of which i can't speak on okay but it is a big project that i'm going to be collaborating with somebody else with Mm -hmm. on so definitely something to look forward to. And I'm not sure when that will actually come out. Mm-hmm. Maybe December of this year. Maybe early next year. Not really sure. But some short-term personal projects. Sure. Obviously just doing you know more content creation. But I also want to get back into my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And actually putting out videos every single month. Right. And also I want to do my first short film, hopefully, mm-hmm. this year. And even if it's just like a quick... Two to five minute film, I want to actually sit down, write something and put together a real short film right. um, and actually record it all myself and do all of the editing myself. OK, I want to do it all. I okay. also do some photography behind it. Yeah. Um, I do have a blog. I
0: was about to say, where can where can people yeah. like get up with you? Yeah. Like, so I
1: have a website. It's called freshfilmprojects.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can go in there and see the stories that I'm doing. I'm working on a story right now with my mother, who's a school teacher. Mm-hmm. So that's something to look forward to within the next month or so. I'm um, trying to get some war veterans on there as well and capture some of their stories. I like to do stories on the people who we don't really hear stories from that often. So that's kind of one of my more so smaller projects that I'm working on is just touching the community and talking to people mm-hmm. and taking their photos of the people who we usually don't really hear from gotcha because they're the ones that really shape the world and keep the world going Mm -hmm. and so yeah those are like my smaller projects obviously larger project trying to move back to chicago sometime soon Mm -hmm. um, within the next coming years and open up a photography studio here putting that into the atmosphere the universe to make happen Mm. so yeah you know we're gonna have a i will have a photography studio in chicago
0: there you go so there you go well bro I you know I appreciate you coming for out sure. today for sure man you know, I appreciate I know you, you for having me on here man yeah it's it's been great man and wishing you well and I, again bro thank you for your time I appreciate you hey thank you hey. I appreciate it
1: for being here you know what I'm saying I'm proud of you once again I'm proud of you for taking the initiative
0: to <laughs> right. do this
1: because not every everybody they yeah. everybody got a podcast but right it's what you do to separate yourself that's, that's true. how you and really and when it's organic you know it's not forced. These real conversations that me and bro have right. off record. The right. only difference is we got a microphone in front of us and mm-hmm. a thousand other people going to hear it. Right. But, you know, we have these tough conversations, these unfavorable conversations, real life situation conversations mm-hmm. all the time. And the fact that you even giving yourself a platform to express yourself, but also other people. Right. You're doing a good thing. So I'm proud of you for that. Yeah. You know? well, I
0: appreciate you, man. Thank for you. Sure. Hey, dry clean only. Boy, fit me first. Fresh
1: freshroundprojects.com. Check me
0: out. Yep. Tattoo Raw Instagram. Appreciate y'all. And with that, we out. See y'all next time.